I'm Karen. And I'm Kaz. You are listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Stay tuned for the next hour as friends have fun sharing many insightful gems. Which will allow you to realize and value that we are all unique. Yes, we are all unique. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Hello, Cassie. Hi, Karen. How are you today? I'm so excited about today. I know. Because, about... But first of all, the theme is actually nature. Right. As in mother nature. Okay. And the reason that I've chosen that, apart from the fact that Mother Nature has the power to please, to comfort, to calm and to nurture one's soul is because... Because you recently listened to a recording of an interview between Jason Mraz and Mike Dooley. And who's Mike Dooley? Now, Mike Dooley has a website called Tut. He, which, has, a, he has more than a website. Yeah. He's but got just, a lot of programs. Let's just He's start amazing. with the website called yeah. TUT, which stands for The Universe Talks. And both you and I, and I'm sure many people, get little daily inspirational emails from him which um, give you quotes and just things to think about. Yes. So he actually did an interview with uh, Jason Mraz, and you were so excited about it. Everything he said resonated with you. Well, Jason Mraz, as I know, is, listeners, is my favourite person, and I listen to his yes. song, I'll... Won't give up every single morning yes. as a love song into my eyes, and that's the last song we're going to play today. Yeah, but and you just, tell everyone who Jason Mraz is. Okay, so if you don't know who Jason Mraz is, and I'm pretty, pretty <laughs> surprised if you didn't, because he is world world renowned, and he's been to Australia many times yes. playing concerts. But, but for some people, like. The, like me, I often say I don't know what that song is or who sang yes. that until I hear it and then I go, oh, I know who you mean now. Yes. So Jason Thomas Moraz was born June 23, 1977. I know. So he's quite young. He's exactly. only 39. Mm. He's an American singer-songwriter who first came to prominence in the San Diego coffee shop scene in 2000. In 2002, he released his debut studio album, Waiting for My Rocket to Come which contained the hit single, The Remedy, I Won't Worry. I don't recall that one, but I'm sure we're going to listen to a lot of his songs today. Not that one. So, oh, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> so with the release of his second album, Mr A to Z, in 2005, Mraz achieved major commercial success. The album peaked at number five on the Billboard 200 and sold over 100,000 copies in the US. It's amazing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. In 2008, he released his third solo album, We Sing, We Dance, We Steal Things. <laughs> yeah, I love that album. It debuted at number three on the Billboard 200 and was an international commercial success, primarily due to the hit I'm Yours. Yep. The song peaked at number six on the Billboard Hot 100, giving him his first top ten single and then spent a record 76 weeks on the Hot 100. God, that's, that's over a year and a half. Yeah, amazing. His fourth album, Love is a Four-Letter Word, peaked at number two on the Billboard 200 and his high, and is his highest charting album to date. And he's amazing. Like, he's won two Grammys, received additional nominations and has won, like, two Teen Choice Awards, a wow. People's Choice Award, the How David Songwriters Hall of Fame. And he's only 39. So... I'm not sure, but in the interview that you listened to, yep. 
Why did Mike Dooley choose to have a conversation with Jason Mraz? You- because it's mainly because he is so connected to the earth. And the reason why I called it Mother Nature today was because Jason, when Mike Dooley said, who is your God? What do you call him? Do you have a God? And he sat there like totally cool with his hat on and all, he looked so amazing. And I'll post a photo actually on our Facebook, Facebook page mm-hmm. when we actually do this recording of how he looked. But he said Mother Nature is his God. Okay. And the reason that he said Mother Nature is my God, he says it's the great unknown, the enormous power. You walk, you breathe and you live in this great unknown. What makes my food digest? My heart beat. And then he said to name anything is to limit it, which is why he said saying that your God is Jesus or God or source, um, like putting a name on it is limiting the actual well, what about power put, of it all. But what about then calling you God the universe? And that's, well, that's why he, I guess he put it into this realm that we're in. Okay, and that's why he went yeah. Mother Nature. Okay. Makes which, sense. And he obviously, he's, look, he spends a lot of time in Mother Nature, uh, which is, he even has with his wife in like the San Diego area, he has like an organic farm. Okay, yep. He's just amazing, like everything about him. And we're going to talk about him, but we're also going to talk about some of his rituals. Okay. Let's go and listen to his first, like the song, which is his most famous song. I personally like it, but as I said, my favourite one yeah, will always yeah. be I Won't Give Up. I won't give up. Mm. But let's listen to I'm Yours, and then everyone can sort of get into the mood of all of our songs today are going to be from Jason. Okay, awesome. So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. Please like us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. So, wasn't he great? Yeah, I really like him. I do love him. Now, I'm going to jump around the interview. I'm not going to talk about it the way that it actually had it, right? So, first of all, you know, you said to me, why do you, you know, what is it about Jason that you really liked? Or, you know, what is he about and all those sort of things. So, the one thing that really resonated with me was a couple of his rituals, but the way he spoke about his life and how he really, really... In, listens to his intuition, mm-hmm. like even from a young child. He actually told this story that when he was about five, his parents broke up. And he had, and he, so he would go from house to house all the time. And he always felt, I want to belong. Like, I don't want to keep going from one to the other. I really want to belong. So he's, he sat in his bedroom in one of the houses. He didn't say which one. And he had these sort of curtains where he could look out into the sky and he actually look, was looking at the stars and he actually said, shine brighter. And it did. The whole sky lit up. And he went, oh, my God, what have I what done? What power I hold. <laughs> and he said that he actually was scared to sleep in his room for the next few nights. He said, but then what he thought was, I'm connected. Like, 
there's someone listening to my prayers. Yeah. So I'm lis- so I'm going to talk to them. Mm. So he said he always had this sort of understanding that he'd be looked after. Mm. Right? And he actually said all I ever wanted was to dip my cup to pay my bills, right? Being famous was never a pursuit. My concerts take people on a transformational journey. He always wanted his music to be more famous than him. And he said, we are all inclined to succeed when we get out of our own way. Mm. Feel all that you request in life. Will it bring me joy? Now, he talks about joy as you never, ever do anything unless there is joy in there. Right. Which we are so resonated Mm. with. And he said, be comfortable with the no and make sure that your yes is a powerful yes. Otherwise, don't say yes. Mm. Which is so true, isn't it? Because a lot of people say yes when they want to say no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he also, because, you know, he was talking about, you know, where do you get your ideas for your songs? You know, do you do it? And he totally said, look, I'm just a channel. He says, my ideas come to me. But he says he does have a ritual, and we'll talk about what his first early morning ritual later. But he says he actually calls in the seven directions, which is a Native American uh, way of doing things in your life. So when does he do this? As he, before he walks into his office every morning, or before he officially starts his days. Like he's done his own practice, then he's had his, um, you know, breakfast, yeah. and, before, and then he does journaling. And he wants to journal for three pages every day. But we'll talk about that later. But then he goes into his office, obviously gets dressed, goes into his office and he does this call-in. So let's read out the seven things, Kaz, and you can read the first one. Okay. It says, Great Spirit of the East, place all of the rising sun who counts the years of our lives and the opportunities of each day. Strengthen us that we may not neglect our gifts, nor the hopes of each day and the hopes of each year. Beautiful, isn't it? Great spirit of the south, whose warm breath of compassion melts the ice that gathers round our hearts, whose fragrance speaks of warm days, kindle our love into growth of true and living realities. Teach us that who is truly strong is also kind, wise, tempers justice with mercy, courage with compassion." Interesting. I wonder if he actually faces the east, the south, the north, the west when he does this. I think that would be a great idea. And, and because you can face all of these. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so the next and then one. there is the great spirit of the west, the land of the setting sun. Oh, is that relevant for us here? Yes. Yes, it is. Our sun sets yes, in the west. I'm just thinking. <laughs> hang on. It's just yes, it's the same there, everywhere in the world. That's correct. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, great spirit of the west, the land of the setting sun, with your soaring mountains and free, wide rolling prairies. Bless us with knowledge of the peace which follows effort of striving and the freedom which emits like a flowing robe in the winds of a well lived life. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. Keep going. Teach us that the end is better than the beginning and that the setting sun is glorious and our lives not lived in vain. This is amazing. Wow, I love that West one. I love them all. Yeah, but that one's really... So mm. great spirit of the North who brings wisdom with age and time, bringing the waters of the air, who covers the earth with sparkling crystal above whose deep tranquility every sound is beautiful. Temper us with strength to withstand the biting blizzards, yet make us thankful for the beauty which follows and lies deep over the warm 
earth in its wake. It's amazing, isn't it? Wow. So three more. Okay, the great spirit of the heavens in the day's infinite light and amid the countless stars of the night remind us that you are vast, that you are beautiful and majestic beyond all of our knowing or understanding, but also that you are no further from us than the tilting upwards of our heads and the raising of our eyes. Oh, I love that one too. I love them all. Yeah, but there's a couple I really love. Okay. <laughs> great spirit of Mother Earth, beneath our feet, masters of metals, germinator of seeds and the storer of the earth's resources. Help us to give thanks always for your, your present bounty. And our last one mm. is from within. So great spirit of our souls within, burning in our heart's desire and our innermost aspirations, speak to us now and always so that we may be aware of our greatness and goodness of spirit. This gift of life and be worthy of happiness, our priceless pri- privilege of living. Isn't that an amazing way to start your day before you're about to go out and to create? You've now called all of the seven directions into your sphere, into your um, presence, your creation. I just into think it's amazing. Into your space, basically. Yes, yeah. exactly. Which is beautiful. And so we're going to go into the next song, which is... A beautiful mess. So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Whoa, Kaz, that was so good, wasn't it? Yeah, I do. Like, He's just... Amazing. Amazing. So I want to talk about his earlier life now because I just think that, like I said earlier, that he just knew from within, not that he was going to be famous, but he was going to be taken care of. And he said that he started listening to his voices within uh, from a very early age. He started journaling because he found with his parents' separation and everything that that's where he would find his joy. Interesting that he just did that. And I wonder if someone... Suggested that he didn't say whether someone suggested it or not, but you would think so. But he found that by writing down, as he said, getting all the crap out of your body, Mm. like all of the things, he said from that. Yeah, and I and I guess too, if his parents were separated or whatever, he probably didn't have anyone to talk to. So it was like talking to someone. Yes. And he would have had his friends, obviously, yeah, but, but it's completely age. different. A lot of, you know, no one else is going through the journey that you're going through. So he found great comfort in journaling because he found that with, by getting the mess, I guess, out of you in the first page or so, you could then go in and then all the joy would come and you would start to realise from there. So he, he says that he is a singer first. Right? right, who then who was led into writing, and around eighteen, so he he was a singer, like yeah. he was he was the kid as the little kid that would always get up and you know dance and sing in front of people. He said he was in a choir, he was also a cheerleader, like in a cheerleading thing, singing okay. and doing all this sort of stuff. So he said he around eighteen he started to merge his diary with his silly ditties that were in his head. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, so he's writing his own songs from yeah, experience. Yes, and that's what he found. He said that where he went to New... Because he grew up in Virginia and he went to New York and he was walking through the park 
Central Park. Yes, thank you. I couldn't think of the name of it then. <laughs> so he's walking through Central Park and he said, and this guy, he said he wasn't homeless, but he was just like grabbing people and saying, would you like me to read your hand? You know, like yeah. read your palm and stuff. And he actually said, I'd love my palm read. And he actually said to him, and I've got to think of the exact words because I didn't write this part down. He actually said, get rid of all of your questions and then just go with what you already no. know, mm. right? And he said that at that time, his parents, he says as much as they supported them, they were still parents. Oh, you know, don't give up your job. Don't go, go to university or go to college, you know, do these things. And he was actually saying, I really want to write my own songs. And the questions that they said this guy told him to get rid of, it was the normal questions we all have. Will I be successful? Will I be good enough? What if people don't like my songs? All of those things that yeah. stop us and keep us, for, you know, keep us yeah. small. So when he was told, you have to go with what you, um, you know, what you know, your already gut know. feeling is telling yeah, you. Yeah, just yeah. go with your intuition. Just know it. He said that he went back to Virginia. He had been enrolled into a college, and he thought, and he he thought, no, I'm, just before I go there, I'm going to go to California, and he fell in love with California. So what he did was he thought, I'll go back, I'll do the first semester and then what I'll do is I'll then come back here every semester break, right? So he went back to Virginia, about to start in a couple of days. And the voice in his head said, get up and go now. Now, Mike Dooley said to him, so that voice in your head, was it someone from outside or what? Wh who did it sound like? Mm. Did it sound like the great or powerful Oz, you know, sort of, you know, things like that? And he actually, and he sort of thought about it for a moment and then Jason said, do you know what? It was my voice. But it wasn't, but it was like I was outside of myself talking to myself. He said, and it's not the normal voice that's telling you what to do things and keeping you small. He says, and to be honest, I honestly now feel it was like future me coming back to me now saying, just go. And it's like saying, if you don't go now, you will not get to You'll where you want to go. You'll miss the opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. And, then he, and that's what he said. So he went to California and he met up with this group of people and he says, and they were the ones that got him into the coffee shops and got him, you know, going to where he needed to be. And he says, and they're still part of his tribe 17 years later. Wow. Isn't that amazing? And yeah. just because he listened, he to, his listened to his little intuition, knowing that you've just got to do it. Yeah. And, you know, when you get that nudge and it's like the universe going, you know, go now, the door is opening. It's yeah. time for you to walk yeah. through. And if you don't walk through... I'm well, not saying it, it will never happen again. If you again. do it now, it'll be easier than yes. if you do it later. Exactly. Yeah. And that's mm. it. That's exactly it. It will be easier if you do it right now. So next, go, let's go into our next song because I've got six of them because I just love yeah, them so much. <laughs> so this song actually goes along with what we were just talking about. Yep. And this is his song called If It Kills Me. And he probably thought that when he was making his decision. Exactly because it's, and, and it's, it's so true. So let's listen and actually hear what he's actually penned around this song. If It Kills Me, yep. 
You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches, 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Check out our website at rnb.org.au. So much thought goes into his words. Um, well, like you said, the they're song. all from his diaries and his journaling. Some of them, yeah, mm. yeah, a lot of them are. But he also says that, you know, when he, he likes to sit and listen and write the words. And a lot of the times it starts off with just like just little ditties mm. in his heads or sounds that he doesn't even know what that is and then it turns into music and and he says it, there's no sequence like sometimes he writes the words first and sometimes he writes the music yeah, first yeah. um yeah and he and he said actually when he wrote uh, my favorite song I won't give up there's a little bit where it goes into a really fast like chorus mm. and he said oh that's so hard to sing but he went nah I've got to honor it and I've got to go with it and it's such a great song, uh, which will be the last one we play today. But he also said it's about like tuning in um, to the frequency. You know, he lights incense and sage and he does a prayer, you know, make me an instrument so I can do your work and be of service, which is what we're all here yeah, to so do. So he obviously has his own little area or he's a, I don't want to say shrine, but yeah, yeah area. Which, yeah, he respects the yeah, space yeah. in where he wants to create. Yeah. But he does a lot more than just write and sing yeah, songs. Yeah, he's also has, a social he? activist whose uh, philanthropic efforts span wide-ranging issues, including the environment, human rights and the LGBT equality, which is the lesbian, gay, bisexual and trans- transgender. Gender, yeah. So I know and you probably don't. We probably don't hear a lot about this because it's more his music that we're more familiar exactly. with. And so, a lot of people don't, you know, when you're sort of into this sort of way of giving back, it's not about blowing your own trumpet. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So in 2009, he participated in a rescue mission in Ghana with members of the Free the Slaves, an international non-profit working organisation to liberate children sold into slavery. Wow. wow. And in 2012, he was featured as the first ever straight man on the cover of Instinct, which is a magazine in recognition of his efforts in support of the LGBT rights. So, All right. Yeah, he, he certainly does a lot. Well, he's found his own foundation as well. Yeah, exactly. And that supports char- charities, you know, that represent human equality and environment preservation and also education. I know, which is un- it's actually mm. unbelievable, even to the point where he's actually, um, he was named the 2010 Surf Industry Manufacturers Association Humanitarian of the Year. He also received the Clean Water Award in 2010 for the Surf Rider Foundation for helping to preserve the world's oceans and beaches. Isn't that incredible? And then the same year, he teamed up with the Nature Conservatory and created a PSA using his song, I'm Yours, to raise awareness about the non-profit organisation's efforts to protect the earth. Now, I find this that is... totally amazing because we live on this earth as though we have somewhere else to go. And it's so great that someone of such notoriety can actually give back because it's about time that we started to respect Mother Nature. Yeah, but what I find interesting is that he's done all this and yet I wasn't aware of it, but I knew about him as a singer. And it's not sometimes until people pass that you find that out, like George Michael, for example, and all of the amazing charity organisations and things that he did for other people. And I guess that's because he didn't blow his own trunk for it. No, but but it's also because they respect how they got there. Yeah. They lose their ego. And he actually exactly. says every day he fights his ego. 
to, you know, to keep it where it's meant to go because he totally understands that the only reason we are here is to be in service, big or small. You ha- we all have a purpose. Yep, exactly. And he says, and channel these ideas so that we can have a different perspective so that we can easily find out what our message is for the world, mm. which is amazing, isn't it? Which will probably lead us into our next song, Cassie. Which is Love for a Child. Now, this is because, you know, obviously he's, he talks about, we've just spoken about all how he's helped young children, yeah. um, you know, out of slavery and things like this. But listen to the words to this because I honestly feel this song is a bit um, biographic. Is, is that a word? Bi- no. About him, you know. Bio, oh, I see what you it's, mean. It's a bi- What's the word? Yeah. Why, is that, why have I lost that word? <laughs> biographical cool, exactly. yeah I, I feel it's a bit biographical but listen to the words and then let me know what you think okay welcome back you've been listening to inspiring pearls of wisdom with karen and kaz on 88.7 and 90.3 your community radio station yeah so autobiographical I, was the word i was that, looking for exactly but yes i do agree with you that listening to it because he said his parents divorced when he yeah. was young so i can see what he's saying then he felt not neglected but ignored when, yeah ignored so his parents if they were going through a divorce obviously there's a bit of conflict and they were probably distancing themselves mm. from him to avoid him being caught up in that the interaction yes. or the conflict between them. So he felt like he was left out. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, as he said, he's journaling, helped him. Yeah. He said... He... But love for a child will be there doing it for their for the love of their child because they yes. don't want him to be embroiled in this conflict yes, exactly. that they're going through. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But it, and it is so true. Like a lot of children, especially today, they do grow up very quickly. And I love mm. the line, a little bit more of innocence. Yeah. Would have been nice. Like fill my cup up with a little bit more... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I must admit they do, yeah, they get exposed to probably relationship issues yes. earlier than um, a child yeah. that's parents don't together. go through yeah, something Yeah, they don't like have the that. conflict. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. but there's all, and, you know, going from one family to the other and then, you know, step-parents and step, all this sort of stuff. Mm. So it's quite interesting. But anyway, I think his life is wonderful, so I think we should go into the next song because we've got two more. Awesome, and we would like to to play his songs because they're so great. Yeah, and there's well, you know, and and they just they just resonate mm. so well with everyone else. So the next one we're going to play is, as I said, life is wonderful because the other one was a reflection, obviously, of his growing up years. And even though he said he had a great like life, his mm-hmm. parents were amazing, but obviously there's always some sort of baggage that you like to release. And I guess and releasing it in a song would be such a cool way to do it, really, <laughs> wouldn't it? I just, I'm, I mean, I'm especially so in, if you were playing the drums or something at yeah, the same time. Yeah, but I'm, I'm so in awe of people of like not only just writing, writing their songs, songs and getting it out there, but imagine like playing to like a hundred thousand people in a stadium mm-hmm. and then them singing the words back to yeah. you. Like that must be the ultimate yeah. high. Yeah, unbelievable. And there'd be so many people that would be would be singing at the same time, singing it for themselves because they're feeling exactly the same. Yes. So enjoy. Life is wonderful. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches, eighty-eight point seven and ninety point three. If there's something that you've really enjoyed in our show today and you'd like to follow up on that, please go to our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. 
I've so enjoyed this show, Kaz, and talking about someone who... Who, who you admire. Well, not only admire, mm. who actually gives you great tips on what to do. He walks his talk, which yeah. I'm a really, really like, you know, I really sort of am conscious of making sure that I do that, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, what I say I'll do and, and who I am and all those sort of things. And, and sure, it's a constant work in progress. But one of his rituals, the first ritual that he said um, that he actually does every morning is, and this is also in line with Brendan Bouchard, which is another person who I've been listening a lot to. But anyway, I listened to uh, Mike Dooley and uh, Jason Mraz last Friday. So he mentioned that what he does as soon as he gets up every morning is he goes into the five Tibetan rites, which yep. are which you know, I've heard centuries, years, yep. centuries, years old, and they're basic yoga poses about getting your body. He said he used to drive to the gym, which was half an hour away, and mm. then half an hour back, and he was at the gym. And, and he says it was causing more stress, well, and it was like defeating what is my practice. Like I'm in more angst over doing my practice than actually doing it, and it's not giving me the benefits that a true practice should give you? Well, when you do something like that, I suppose, as much as you like going to the gym and being active and things like that, it's like a real adrenaline rush. Yep, and so, it's not good for you. So really, I mean, to start your day for what he's doing or for yep. what we're all doing, it should be more um, of a peaceful relaxation. Yes. And to be centred and to yeah. be aware of our So body. I know that the five Tibetan rites, because I, uh, I do know about them, and yep. they're sort of known as the fountain of youth. I, I think... Well, this is these are centuries and centuries. Oh yeah, old. I know. That's what but I mean. I think the fountain of youth is just a well, terminology that's coming in the last couple of hundred years. Yes, but it's based on rejuvenating yes. your mind and your body. So I'm not totally. saying founding of youth as in a a, li- Looking at a liquid or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or out- yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll just quickly go through them, Kaz. So what's the first thing that you do? This is spinning to clockwise. So it's following the rotation no. of the universe. Okay, yeah, yeah, right, okay, Yeah, that's right. I've actually tried to do this, and you're supposed to, well, the intention is to do it 21 times, I think. Yeah. Is that correct? So he said, yeah, you've got to get to 21, but yeah. you do it 7, 14, yeah. and 21 and I have, as you get and there. I can, and I don't do this on a daily basis either, and I have tried it before. <laughs> it makes me so dizzy. <laughs> yeah, it does. So yeah. I'm not actually sure how quick you're supposed to rotate well, or whether you, meant you to can just... find a point, and then you turn around with your arms yeah. out and your palms down. And then you just turn around. Exactly, and, but and how you, fast do you do it well, is what I'm saying. Well, you just do it as you turn around. Yeah. Well, yeah. So anyway, I, I can do 21 on that. And yes, I'm giddy at the end. Mm-hmm. The next one, this actually is a killer, especially the next day. You oh, okay. really feel this one. Raising and lowering your, the head and your legs. Um, and this is for the, the root pushes through the soil. It's all about connecting you. So the first one was following the rotation of the universe. And then the next one is for the root, like connecting yeah, so you to you the soil. Yes, so you lay on the ground and you raise your head and your legs at the same time. Yes. So it's a real core muscle exactly. group exercise. Exactly. Yeah. Then the third one is leaning backwards and kneeling, pulling, pulling forward. So, yeah. Yeah, so you, so you, you, you kneel down. Put and, your hands on the back of your thighs. And lean backwards with your head upwards. Okay. So a stalk is both thin and strong and it sways, yet it remains standing in the wind. 
So, yeah, it would be – that's another yeah. core muscle it's, group. It, it all is. That's what I'm saying. Your core the next day mm-hmm. after doing these really do feel it. Then the fourth one is tipping the head back and thrusting the torso upwards. So you're sitting down and then you put your arms sort of behind your sitting bones and then you pull your body. So you sort of torso. look so like, like a bridge. A table. Yeah, yeah a bridge or a table. That really kills my shoulders, that one. So it must be where I place my hands. I really notice it when well, I Well, maybe you up. just – yeah, yeah it's – it's not um, – those muscles are probably not something that yeah, you, you use. use that often in that yeah. position. So I, I can get to seven on them. I have, haven't been able to do the four. And so then. is that um, from the ground pushing up or is that So you're remaining? sitting you start, you're, you're sitting to start with. Yes, I know. But you were saying before that you needed to do the first one 21 times and you're telling me you can only do this one for seven. Yeah. So the whole thing is each exercise is the aim is to get to 21, but you slowly come up. Right. So you do it seven, four, So you're on the ground and you lift yourself up. Yeah. And you must hold it for yeah. a certain length of time and then come back yeah. down again. And it's, it's all about, you know, breathing um, oh, in yeah. on the effort and out on the coming back. So it's always about that. So as you go up, you breathe in. And then when you come down, you breathe out. Okay. Yeah. And then the fifth one is raising the hips. And so it's just actually like doing... like a downward dog. No, you, you do an upward dog and a downward dog. Or some people call it the cobra. So you, you start by doing the cobra and then you come up and you do the downward dog. This pose is exactly. So you're raising the hips and lowering inwards. So lowering the hips. And, so you're doing it backwards. Which is really good. But we're out of time well, you now. Might, because that's really difficult to picture, I think, with just the way you... I'll post these. Yes, we'll put but, that on but our But do you know fi- what? Anyone can type in to yeah. a web browser, the five Tibetan rights, and yep. you will be able to get everything. So, Kaz, this was another great show, but now I'm going to play my favourite song that I play every morning when you as look I in look the in the mirror. mirror. My love song to myself, which is I Won't Give Up. Lovely. Is there anything else you wanted to say about that? No, I just, well, quite often we say at the end of our show, we say we'll see you in the mirror. Yeah. This is a perfect song to play to yourself if you're looking at yourself in the mirror every yeah, morning. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I know you use this one. I do use this but one. But also, as you say, um, when we also say that, it's um, we'll see you in the mirror is a, ref- a reflection of each other. Yeah. As we look so at each other. Or anyone else we meet. That's right. We all reflect each other. So if there's something good or something not so good about that other person, it's about going inside and actually saying, why is that that I'm not really sure about it or something, if that makes sense. <laughs> Everything's about going inside. Well, thank you, Kaz, and thank you, Mike and Jason, Jason. for an amazing song. So, everyone, enjoy I Won't Give Up. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz. Until next time, may your days be filled with love and gratitude. And remember, we'll see you in the mirror. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you.